Yo, welcome back to Studio Wild. Studio Wild, wild being an anagram. Do what you love. Switched around to wild. In this podcast, we talk about the music industry. We talk about the development, where we think it's going. Uh, the history of it obviously plays a role in the development. The music industry isn't what it used to be back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even early thousands. Now we're talking about this massive world of streaming. No longer is it this, I'm going to produce a record. I'm going to play all the shows until an A&R representative from a label finds me, signs me, and I am good to go. Now, everyone can listen to what you're playing on Spotify, Amazon Music, I, uh, Apple Music, um, and it's tough to make a living. Now, it's it's no longer make a hit single, make a record, and make a living as a musician because of the music. Now, it is a matter of being a brand. And how much influence do you command? This episode is technically episode one. The first episode was technically an introduction. Every single episode, I hope, or at least my my goal is to provide anyone that is interested remotely in pursuing a career in music with valuable, legitimately valuable insight on how to develop as a brand, develop as a musician, provide insight, suggestions, and uh, possibly even opportunities for those that want to pursue something in music. For this episode, I sat down with a good friend and unofficial mentor of mine, Scott Warner, who is the CEO of Gig Incorporated. Gig Incorporated is a social media software company that provides this incredible platform for businesses, for organizations, for brands to aggregate all of the information, all of the the social activity that's going on in their social media accounts, in their communities, and observe and learn about what their fans, what their customers are saying about them, how they're behaving, what they want, how they feel, so that they're able to actually grow and learn and change because of this information. Scott is one of the biggest music fans I've ever met. And when I say music fans, I'm not talking about just going to every concert of one band. I'm talking about a real understanding of the influence that music has in culture, in society, which again is what this entire podcast is about. So I wouldn't even say that Scott is a fan of music. He's more of a student. I mean, this guy is trying to figure out how much power music has in our lives. He knows it's there. And he wants to give every single person that wants to be a part of that conversation the tools they need to succeed. Um, I sit down with him and we talk about uh, this very thing. We talk about music and the role that it has in culture and what kind of influence that a musician can wield. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview with Scott Warner. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, uh, if you are wanting further insight on certain subjects, let me know. Shoot me an email at studiowild at gmail.com. That's studiowild at gmail.com. And I will see y'all next time. I've always thought we were super similar in the sense that we function better on the fly rather than being scripted. That's how it should always be. (laughs) Um, The genesis of this whole thing is it's a class about digital media and how media is affecting the country, right? So in this class at Utah Valley University, we're talking about radio, TV, news, music, all this stuff and how it actually controls the behavior of consumers. It controls the, the behavior of, of industry. And it was so funny because we were talking about the titans of the industry, you know, like WMG, Sony, all this other stuff. Right. They got into streaming. The subject was streaming. And I'm like, dude, if Scott were here, 
he would say one thing about the music industry, and I and I put money on it. He'd be sitting in the classroom. He would say the music industry is broken. That's right. And Tell it has me. been for a long time. So you're you're the CEO of Gig, which I I actually worked here a couple years ago, and right. it's finally getting to the point where you're ready to to explode. Yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a wild ride, but we're right on the cusp, man. It's it's been a battle, but we're we're finally where where we need to be. So what what is the the motivation behind all of this what what's the mission of scott warner well you know that you know it you, i know you but know they what don't. my mission is but <laughs> yeah so uh i started gig for the music industry i've always had a tremendous passion for music and people have heard me say it before i believe that the greatest opportunity in the history of music is right now and that includes opportunities for musicians as well as the business side. See, that's a bold statement because we just learned about people like the Beatles mm-hmm. changed the direction of politics and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So when you say the greatest opportunity for music and the industry is right now, how yeah. do you mean? I mean that because there is technology available to us that allows us to drive content, anything, music, product, mm. ideas, philanthropic initiatives, whatever it is. We have tools now to drive it faster than anyone in the history of mankind have had. So so as far as a musician is concerned, if you do it the right way, you have a way to get your music out faster than the Beatles ever did. See, this is what we're... T- See, what a claim that is. I branded this podcast as Studio Wild, W-Y-L-D, which is an anagram for do what you love. Oh, I love it. Switch around, love to, it. Switch around to wild, right? Yeah. The whole thing is supposed to be this platform to help musicians navigate this world that we call streaming. I mean, right. the behavior of now versus the even the early thousands, 90s, 80s is is different. It's not about yeah. getting signed, getting discovered. It they don't know how to start. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and they don't know how to to monetize and make this a full-time thing. Right. And immediately I thought of what you're doing here at Gig and I I just I want to know the inside because to me when you say something like the music industry is broken, I mean, Spotify just went public. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I def- I have insiders. I, I, <laughs> I know some of the people over there and what they're doing. And I think Spotify is actually working hard to figure out new ways to be more fair with artists. But I would say the vast majority of artists look at Spotify as a business card. And what that means is, and again, I've said this before, but um, music now for artists, it's your business card. Your goal is to get mm. your business card into the hands of, of as many people when as you When you say want. your music, are you talking like your your single, your album? Yeah, your content, the, the, the music that you're, you're making. Mm. So right now, you know, the goal is to get your product or your music, your business card into the hands mm. of millions of people, right? You have the greatest tools that we've ever had to get your business card or your music out to the world. So now that you've handed your card out to millions and millions of people, now what? Right. right. That, that's the right. That's step. the lingering question. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, that that's why I started Gig is is I'm attacking that. And there's still a lot of unknowns, but I think that we're, we're on the right track towards building opportunities to, to help influencers. Um, I mean, my main purpose was, was artists. Uh, but there are opportunities for any kind of, you know, we're all artists in a sense, right? So we, right, you know, what's your gig? Yeah, what's your gig, right? That was that was one of the original, uh, you know, taglines. Yeah, taglines are, um, yeah. I mean, we all have our own gig. That's the beauty of the word. That's why I worked so hard to get the name gig. 
was because it you did has, work super hard. Yeah, I worked hard to get it, and and it really represents so much more. But at its core, it is it's music driven. Like gig came from the word, you know, uh, a quick concert or a concert. Mm. You know, you going to the gig tonight. But but anyway, uh, what's your gig? When someone asks, what's your gig? What is your gig? And we all are an artist of something. We're all passionate about something. And it's so. What's your purpose? What's, what's your the purpose? Thing that's driving. Yeah, yeah. Gig is purpose. My purpose is. I mean, I have a lot of purposes, right? But but my as far as the the business side of things, I'm working to create the most effective way to brand yourself correctly and take your product to the masses and capitalize and monetize on it. You hit the nail on the head. Think about politics just for a second. Nobody freak out. Yeah. You got somewhere way on the left. They're not even Democrats anymore. They're like alt-left, right? Yeah, yeah. Same all, on the other side, right? Right. All the way to the right. And mm-hmm. They're not even Republicans. They're alt-right. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, this is where I'd love to be educated. You've got these artists that are alt-left, so to speak, quote-unquote, that mm-hmm. are, I want to be creative. I want people to feel. I just want to do music. Right. Right. And that's it. Right. And as a result, at least this is what I'm advocating, nothing happens. You're creating music, you're in your garage, and you're just playing the music, and nothing ever happens. And then you got all the way people all over the way to the right that are focused so much on making money, but they suck at, at being musicians. So yeah. they're, they're focusing so much on the business side. There is, it's so hard to find this middle. Turning bands into brands. Is there a benefit to seeing yourself as a brand? Because some people freak out. We're all brands. Everyone walking around on the streets today, anywhere, inside of an office space, inside your home, you're a brand. I mean, do you do musicians get an advantage when they focus on being a brand? Because a lot of the people, does it make sense? Like they don't, a lot of musicians don't naturally think that way. But but right? they are. Their music is is their brand. Who they are, you know, how they dress, what they say, what comes out of their mouth, positive or negative, th- they represent a brand. And so... Tell me more about that. Well, first of all, to address your first comment, the beauty of life, I'm a spiritual guy, is I think that God put us all here to be different, to be individual, individuals, to have opinions um, and I also think you put us here with all these different opinions, ideas, objectives to learn how to get along and mm. how to communicate. to communicate and how to work together. Your, your statement about the far left and right, for, forget the politics side, right and left. Sure. We're all so different, um, but we need each other. And so the creatives that are creating incredible music, right? Mm-hmm. Or the bands that are sucking it up in the garage right now, trying to get better, which I respect and love, and that's a case Absolutely. for everybody. They one day are going to need those goofballs that care nothing about money, and hopefully they don't care nothing about money. But right, <laughs> you know. But eventually, that that dork that's studying his can off at school right now, trying to become a professional in marketing, strategy, finance, they need each other. It's a matter of finding a way to bring those two worlds together, stay humble, stay honest, and stay focused on the prize, and that's your purpose and passion. If the world could think more like that in respecting how different we all are, it's okay to be different. Last night, uh, I'm getting a little open here, but my wife and I, she's my very best friend, and like for the first time, like in a serious sense, we had a significant difference of opinion. And it was really hard. And I, at, you were trying to find out which 5K to run or no? Yeah, no, <laughs> together, I guess. No, but, but, but she had, uh, and I, I got kind of dumb. You know, we all do. And we always say the dumbest things uh, to the people we care about most. But ultimately, I, I found myself trying to convince her that my way of thinking was the way to think. 
Mm. And that never works. It never works. But ultimately, um, and thankfully, we, you come to an agreement. Uh, if, if you learn to respect the other's opinion or thoughts or respect the person for who they are and learn to see the good in them because every single person that lives has good in them. You just got to find it. You got to see past the bad. But one of the things that I really am, am trying to focus on is creating a way for influencers or brands to align with the right people and uh, hopefully become more supportive of each other, bringing those two worlds together, like you said, the right and the left side. Right. Uh, you've hit the nail right on the head because that's, again, a, a reminder. This this is for a communications class, and we're talking about how there is there have been so many movements and these inventions that alter how people think, right? right. Print becomes easier. All of a sudden, the, the amount of literate people shoot through the roof, and all of a sudden, you've got radio, there was a thing we learned about how the, I forget the name of the show, but there was a show about like aliens that were coming into the right. into these cities, and it actually caused chaos in two cities, like uh, people ransacking yeah. the city and right. all this stuff because they didn't disclose this is a story, and there became a law that you have to disclose this is a story. It's not real because just people went nuts, wow. which gets me thinking. You and I have both been in sales forever. Right? right, all the way from the the rawest forms of you start with uh, what was it painting um, uh, yeah, house numbers curves, on the, on the curves, ad, the address. right? And then of course we are in Utah Valley, so the odds of being either in network marketing or door to door are pretty high, right? Yeah. So some kind of an association, right? Persuasion, influence. To me, that is so powerful. And now sure. you've got the the influence right here in the palm of your hand. And so, I guess one of the the keystone questions of the class, and as well as our interview here particularly with music, because that's what Studio Wild is about, is how are we navigating the influence that we have as creatives? What's happening as music? For example, there, there's this awesome artist that I love. Um, he's a local guy, uh, Ryan Innes, for yeah. example. Oh, yeah. um, he, he's been hustling forever. Oh, yeah. he, he, he's the uh, perfect example of consistency and uh, high standards of music in terms of quality um, and professionalism. He's, he's one of the best, man. He's one, I, of the one of the best. the best vocals I have ever heard. Unreal. Right. And he has an opportunity to use this platform that he's created for whatever influence That's right. he chooses to do. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are in terms of do musicians have a responsibility to advocate a, a certain agenda with music uh, yeah, absolutely. Or, or is the, or is it just something that that it's ambiguous? Yeah, no, right? it's it's a tremendous amount of responsibility. If you have a chance to hold a mic and with that mic stand in front of many people, or whatever you say into a mic is heard by millions of people, you have a responsibility. My goal is to help uh, those out there that do have that opportunity with a mic to go and do good in the world and say things that influence people to want to be better and do better. I appreciate you taking this this meeting, and I, I'm going to wrap this up unless you have something specific to say, but I had one question that's been lingering for me, which is how you have objectivity, which is this is undeniable truth, fact, this is what this, right? Right. You have subjectivity, which is this is individual. Mm -hmm. It's relative. Mm -hmm. You said it's your mission, your gig, right, to enable yeah. people to spread goodness. That's right. Positivity. That's right. How do you interpret that? And and to play devil's advocate, what what gives you that right to define 
what, well, that, is, what is good. You know what I'm saying? That's like, my objective, right? Like, like there's other there's other guys that are out looking for, you know, artists that they can turn into people they want them to become that may mm. project or push things that a specific agenda, a, an agenda that may not, uh, in my opinion, and again, yeah, it's all subjective. In my opinion, doesn't lift, doesn't doesn't create good. I mean, because you look at the, some of the biggest revolutions in the history of the world, it was driven by artists, you know. And they were all pushing positivity. I mean, yeah. I mean, almost without exception. A, a lot of them, mo- most of them. And on the other side of things, there's been things that were pushed that uh, definitely do not push positivity. But it's all subjective. But you know, I, 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 I feel like the world listens to artists that write with their heart and their mm. if there is true passion behind what it is that they they want to sing. Why do you think that is? It's their story. I can see right through the words of artists when they step up to a mic or I listen to the words on the radio, you know, you, you feel heart and soul when an artist is speaking to what resonates in their heart, whether they're hurting, whether they're happy, whether they have a message. The artists that go on for the years to come are the ones that have a message that resonates with the people and the people, that's the people of the world. Man. If you really want to win in life, you've got to share something that comes directly from your heart and the world will listen. And that's, would it be fair to say that that's kind of what's driving gigs decisions and gigs growth? Always. One of the reasons that I'm so excited about gig is that our focus is going and helping and pushing good mm. and good products, good messages, good people, good reason, you know, yeah. and, uh, and that's, that's what's special. And, and there are incredible tools that are available to us, um, to help drive and drive hard uh, good purpose and reason and and passion. And so that's the thing that I, I'm so excited about. And while Gig may be you know, really focused on businesses right now and helping push their product and passion. And it's working, huh? It, it's working. It, it, all the things that I initially had in mind for artists are working. It, it's all relative. It's all about you, know, you being the artist of your own craft and whatever that is. And if you have passion and purpose behind it, we have created tools to help you drive it. But the music industry is what, what, where my heart, you know, is. It's always, it's always been my, my special thing, you know. And, and, um, and I'm, you know, I've kind of stepped away for, from it for a bit, which has been incredibly hard, pivoted a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll be back. In closing, what would you say to a musician that's starting a career? The common thing that I hear when I'm stepping into recording studios or, or uh, into venues is it's so um, saturated, right? There's so many musicians out there. It's hard to get a fan base. They're discouraged, so they don't even begin. You know what I mean? They, they spend forever planning and trying to figure it out. What would you say to those that are trying, especially here in Utah, which it goes without saying is an ambiguous music market? Yeah, I... Um if I had one thing to share with the artist, it is speak from your heart. And you don't always have to be perfect. You don't always have to go along with what you're hearing on the radio. You don't have to be someone you're not. The minute that you step away from the minute that you step away from who you are, the world knows. Mm. And make sure that you sing about, preach about, talk about what lives in your heart and keep going. The artists that win are the ones that are consistent. You know, just like you mentioned, Ryan Innes, the man won't stop. 
Another Mm-mm. guy that comes to mind who just sent me a text just now is Chris Crabb of The Strike. The Strike. One of the most talented voices and vocals and writers you know, that I've seen and, you know, things are happening. They grind. Yeah, they're, they're, they grind. And, you know, uh, good friends of mine who I respect tremendously who've played a role in mentoring me, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, those guys have said on numerous occasions that the best thing that any band can do is get in front of people as frequently as mm. possible. If you need to travel every single day to go and get in front of a new crowd anywhere and everywhere in the world, you are winning. If you are good and carry energy you yeah. will be noticed and you will make fans. Are you saying physically or physically? Physically. Because people would argue that the live industry is is faltering. Yeah, that's gonna change. Um, that's gonna change quick. If anyone that thinks that, they don't understand the true value of the experience. People are begging for experiences. So you're saying there's writing on the wall. It's the writing is on the wall. And and a band that makes it big will carry energy and and do something to audiences when they're there in person anyway so i would i would say those two things one last thing that i'll mention is uh, another another good friend who uh is is an artist that i've met on an airplane and have worked with her and she's a dear friend who i respect is skylar gray skylar gray skylar um said something to me that i'll never forget when she writes her albums she goes up into a cabin in the middle of the woods and she'll stay there for months she doesn't allow herself to get you know, intertwined or wow. with, with media. She doesn't listen to the radio. She doesn't, she just lets what comes to her heart end up on paper or on the keys that she's playing. And it's almost I, like she's cutting, it's almost like she's cutting away any form of influence. That's, that's right. That's not her own that's right. mind. She's letting her heart influence what she's writing. And so again, going back to my first comment, stay true to you and Keep going. Be willing to grind. Because if you're not willing to go and tour and perform every single night of the year, you don't want it bad enough. And so that's that's my that's my uh yeah, I guess like you just said, the mic drop. But mic drop anyway, artists, <laughs> we love you. I, I love you artists. You have no idea how much you inspire me, every single one of you, even the ones that are sucking it up in a garage right now. Keep going. If you really want it, show us you want it. And give us a message that we want, and we'll listen. And so, that's all I got. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Warner, thanks so much for your time, man. We'll keep an eye out for what you got going on. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Thanks.